0: That's the Rat Podcast. I'm your host Joe Downey,
1: and I'm your other host Matthew Parkinson,
0: aka Matty P. Matty um, P. Yes. This is a kind of a weird repilot slash reintroduction because I I can't remember the last time we recorded. It was um. It was a couple months back.
1: No, no, it was back in like March, I think. Oh, okay. We did All we right. did one with uh, Ruben and Ruben and Owen. Ruben and Owen. We did one with I was going to say Hockaday, but that was before. I think yeah, the last yeah. one we did. This
0: is our um. Funnily enough, this is like our second actual episode with just us and no guest. Yes, yeah. So we'll see whether or not we benefit from guests.
1: (laughs) And, well, we've got a lot more time to talk this time because in our pilot we did, um, (laughs) was it six films in an hour, I think? This time, yeah. That's where we went wrong. This time we're only doing three in an hour, so hopefully it should be a bit better.
0: It takes a while to find your feet a bit. Yeah. I hope the mic didn't catch me burping and had a little little bit <laughs> going
1: on. It's gonna catch me coughing, so it's fine.
0: Oh, well, as long as it's the good cough. <laughs> how how are you feeling? Because uh, basically oh, d- we haven't done an episode in a while because Matt had a little little health scare, but he's all good.
1: No, no, I was it, I was fine. People around me were more of a health scare than me. Like I felt <laughs> I felt fine. Right. I just had to be isolated because I'm living with high risk people.
0: Right, that's fair enough. So, yeah, if, yeah. If, you, if for some reason you're in the future and you're going back to film podcasts of 2020 and you're unsure what's going on right now, um, coronavirus is a thing. And yeah. <laughs> so it's all stuck inside, meaning we can't, you know, record our podcast at the, the studio at the university. Yeah. For those who don't know, we're Bournemouth University students both studying film. Oh, we're and
1: nearly finished now. yeah it's our last month
0: yeah (laughs) full month even because of extensions yeah uh it's it is going to that it's late april
1: (laughs) right now late april 2020 the date Uh, today is the 26th 26th yes
0: (laughs) and we are doomsdayers (laughs) um but yeah um so yeah for those who don't know we just um we wrap up what we've seen lately and we discuss and Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty We've much got it.
1: three films that we're going to talk about today. Um, uh, shall I go through them, or should we just do them as we speak about them?
0: We can do them as we speak about them. A little bit of a listener suspense, even though it's in the title. I realised yeah. <laughs> for when these get released, because basically all other episodes um, haven't been released yet because they need editing, and yes. I'm still waiting for a jingle from Ruben. We will speak to him my about housemate. that. I'm going to kill him. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> it's always advised to not be meta about how you're recording the podcast but considering the weird times we're in i think audiences should know the makeshift macgyver stuff that we had to do right now
1: yes i've got two devices at the moment that i'm using <laughs> yeah both so of which are mobile
0: yeah we are on discord calling each other yeah where, where are you based
1: uh epsom it's in Surrey. epsom,
0: epsom sorry and i'm i'm back in bournemouth still so easter road um we're calling each other on Discord, but we've yep. got headphones in so that we don't get echo delay because we are recording th- through our voice memo app on yes, the iPhone. Yes, we are. So the yes. audio might be rubbish, it might be great, you might hear some cars.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a gamble, isn't it? Like, we, it we is not don't, it Like We don't know. Um, Alright. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, should we, so should we kick... It's <laughs> a Bronson. Yes, let's uh, kick it off. Uh, the first one we're going to be talking about today is uh, Bronson. It's a biopic about the dangerous prisoner Charles Bronson. It came out about uh, 10 or so years ago. It was 2008, I believe the film was. Yeah, it's 2008. directed by Nicholas Winding Refn, or Nicholas Winding Refn. Either don't Winding or Winding. don't quite know how to pronounce the name. <laughs> uh, and it's interesting. So this was the first Nicholas Winding Refn film that I've seen. I haven't yeah. seen any other of his films. I haven't seen Drive. Oh,
0: you hadn't, you not seen Drive. I
1: have not seen Drive. I know everyone's seen it, and everyone
0: says I should see it, but I haven't Fair seen enough. it. Uh, I'll that's get, interesting. I'll get around to it soon, but um, because I, I, the reason why I say that's interesting is because like, this is a very British film for what a, a Dutch director and for, uh, yeah, I think he's yeah. Dutch. Um, and then he also does very American style films in in the sense of like Drive is very. Yes. It looks very glitzy and, yeah. and whatnot. Um, it's like and 80s and...
1: neon, isn't it? Yeah. That's the sort of aesthetic that it has. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so it's the first film of his that I've seen. I really wasn't sure what to expect from it. I'd heard mixed things in reviews. I'd heard mixed yeah. things from like friends, from you, from other people. Right. When I first heard about it, I thought I was afraid it would be one of those films that's completely carried by its performance. Right. You know, and the, would you say it
0: is,
1: or so it's kind of half right. So I remember I was telling you a while ago that it uh, reminded me, it put me in the mind of the film Legend, because that's a right. film that's carried by its performance completely. Also Tom Hardy, also <laughs> yeah, also Tom Hardy, and that's completely carried by its performance bracket performances. Nice, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. yeah, but I think with uh, Bronson, it's only half true. I think. The performance, yeah, it's the best part of the film, and it's the only part that's consistently great. But I think the film also deserves a bit more credit than that. I think there are other good qualities about the film. I think it's a very well-directed film. Yeah? just Yeah, I do. I think it's... Um... Yeah, I remember I said to you a while ago that it put me in mind of A Clockwork Orange a bit, I think. (laughs) Funnily enough,
0: that so for listeners, uh, Matt's got a uh, Clockwork Orange poster literally right behind him. (laughs) I do indeed.
1: It's watching me. (laughs) Always. 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 Um, Yeah, no, it reminded me of A Clockwork Orange a bit. The sort of weird, unsettling, almost like cold direction that it has. The directorial style is kind of sort of quirky and sort of... um, unconventional i think right. and and i liked yeah. it. it it sort of gripped me from the very beginning of the film it left an impact on me when i saw it and yeah. um yeah i think it's it's not a perfect film i think it's better directed than it is written i think um and the first and performed though, yeah. and performed yeah well it's, yeah obviously like i said the lead performance tom hardy as charles bronson is like perfect basically it's a excellent excellent performance and I think the first third of the film is where it's at its strongest, really.
0: I think... The first third, yeah. The yeah. first third. So, I, like, so the reason, one of the reasons why Matt's the main one on this is because I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I've seen it before. But um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I From what I remember, I remember <coughs> the, the, the third half of... No, yeah, basically t- the third act of the film is, gets very artsy and kind of goes a bit out of whack, whereas the first two halves are great in terms of just focusing on character and performance.
1: Yeah, I think, like, the whole film is kind of artsy, like, aesthetically, but I think right. the first half hour, the first third of it, has a lot more substance because it's just basically, like, this montage of Charles Bronson's various prison escapades, basically, just him going apeshit in various places, yeah. and it's such a great introduction that's really punchy from the get-go. Um The, the, the whole scene where he's... um there's, so there's a scene where he goes to a mental hospital, which is great, yeah. the mental institution, which is just yeah. really good. With
0: superhands. Huh? With superhands.
1: Yes, with superhands, yeah.
0: <laughs> fun, fun fact, yeah. Um, so superhands, for those who don't know, I don't know why I'd say... It, in off, in, on, off the, on the off chance that we uh, get American listeners, <laughs> uh, superhands is a character from a British sitcom called Peep Show, and the... The me- what the actor that plays Superhands it, it has a very brief cameo in Bronson, and it's very weird. So most people go, oh, Superhands it makes an appearance in Bronson," but I I first saw him in Bronson, so it was like, well, like the the inverse of that. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good. Nice he's little... he's
1: he's good in the film. I think the reason why the first third of it is the best is because so the thing with Charles Bronson obviously he was a very dangerous prisoner. And he was just completely. Well, he was the most dangerous. Apparently. He was the most the dangerous prisoner <laughs> in Britain, supposedly. Yeah. And his whole thing was that he loved being in prison, basically, because yeah. he, he he robbed a post office. Op- yeah. He robbed a post Probably. office and he got seven years, but then it just kept get, being extended and extended. And the first half hour really shows that quite well, sort of his madness and his desire, his sort of sadistic desire, basically, yeah, to be in and prison just, and like, to cause fights.
0: Yeah, he's, like, bored with the outside world. He just yeah. does, doesn't find it entertaining or interesting. He's just and it, yeah. used to being in prison.
1: And it's great, because in that first part of the film, you do feel like you're in his head, I think. Yeah. It, and it's yeah. really well done. Like, there's no dead weight in it. Whereas I think later in the film, it becomes a bit more sort of meandering, a little bit more aimless. Right. I, I don't know. And th- there's a really cool shot in it, which I wish it lingered on for longer. It's... right. I'm sorry, I sorry just, <laughs> just a little bit of tangent. But when he's in the uh, the mental institution, there's a really cool shot where, and it's a spoiler. But he strangles one of the inmates, basically.
0: Yeah, it's not necessarily. It's no, not, not really. It's line. not. Yeah.
1: It's, I mean, it happened, so it's like <laughs> spoiler yeah. of life. But he strangles one of the inmates, basically, and there's the way it's shot is that they both fall on the ground, and you see the legs of the guy he's strangling, and just the torso of Bronson, and it combines it. Nice. It's such a good shot and they didn't linger on it for yeah. long enough and if they had it for longer and emphasized it more it would have been such a cool shot.
0: I really need to rewatch it. <laughs>
1: it's I I like it. I I get the criticism it's not a perfect film. It's
0: I think you it's know, that's it's... good that's good though. I like Bronson's not a perfect person. Yeah, and but I think it it does <laughs> it's like meant to be messy in a way.
1: Although like I said earlier it's better directed than it is written. I think like the script has problems but the whole way through the film, it does capture the spirit of Bronson. I think wow. the the aesthetic style, the you know, the uncomfortableness yes. of it, and just yeah. the violence. There's a lot of violence in this film, so it's, if you're it's faint of heart, good don't physical... watch it. Yeah, yeah, this
0: is yeah, very. There's a lot of violence. Yeah. Um, it's a good physical performance. Like, yeah, there's there's moments where, so f- for the most part, he's narrating it as if he's speaking to an audience that's watching his life yeah at yeah. play. And he essentially does a one man show where he'll swap, he'll like turn profile and it's Bronson's face, and then turn mm. profile the other way, and it's it's he's got lady makeup on. And he's essentially playing two characters yes. on the spot. Yeah, yeah, And it's oh it's so good. That's
1: a really good scene. I would recommend you rewatch it, Joe, because it's I, well, I yeah.
0: so uh, I I kind of am now, but uh, I I was a massive. Tom Hardy fanboy growing up. He's one of my favorite actors. He's great. He does. He does lean into similar types of roles, but what he does with those roles is amazing. He's mm. a great physical actor. Just very good at accents. Yeah. Um. And Bronson is probably his best performance. Mm. Um. Fun fact. Uh. So the Kray twins and Bronson knew each other in jail. They were once. Really. Uh. Yeah. They were once uh like not cellmates, but near each other. I didn't know and that. And the the the, the dreamer that Joe was when Legend was uh, coming around <coughs> would have thought it'd been great if there was a weird, like cameo scene where you just see Bronson's eyes because he's in solitary <laughs> confinement as two other Tom Hardys walk yes. him. <laughs> it's like this is like too much acting. Tom Hardy <laughs> playing three different <laughs> roles. Yeah, well, like that would have been I cool. Think, I think just to other memory, another person to. Do that is Tilda Swinton. She's played three people in a film and two other like twins. In a oh, film. is that
1: the remake of um?
0: A Suspiria, yeah.
1: Suspiria, yeah. That was it. I still haven't seen that. I haven't seen the original either. I, would...
0: I, I sadly fell asleep because I was really tired <sighs> during Suspiria, so I need to catch up on That's it. That's bad. But yeah, anyway.
1: Um, um, yeah. Uh, but so a
0: quick quick disclaimer: if you hear any weird audio, like a chair shuffle or a sniffle or anything like that, it's because. These mics are kind of hypersensitive um, and they're just a bit naff sometimes. There's a chair so... in my
1: room that I broke by sitting on it.
0: How did you.? Well, well no,
1: I didn't oh break it by sitting on it, but it's got like a crack in it.
0: Oh, Matt. As has the. you have been snacking during lockdown.
1: A little bit, but that's not the reason.
0: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were just it like, you just ran to sit in it one day. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I I
0: one hundred percent need to rewatch it again. I would um,
1: recommend it. It's not a perfect film, but it does leave an impression on you. I think there yeah. are very very memorable moments in it. It's,
0: I'd say watch it if you're a Tom Hardy fan because it's yeah. just the Tom Hardy role. And if
1: you're a Nicholas Winding Refn fan as well, because it's True. it yeah. is very well directed. I think even if it's not as well
0: written. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what um, Nicholas Winding Refn's doing next. He the last thing he did was an Amazon miniseries called Too Old to Die Young. Or something hmm. like that. Um But yeah. I I know that um during Bronson, like during the press run of Bronson, they were they were organised they were gonna do another film together, they were like at least talking about it mm-hmm. about another true crime um situation where it was like basically another notorious criminal in England. Right. I can't remember who, but I could try and find it. You may hear me clicking on my mouse because it's right next to my phone because there's no other better it, placement. Is Tom but Hardy um, going to finally complete the British criminal trilogy? He's
1: <laughs> the long way to Thanos.
0: True crime, <laughs> Infinity Stones. Thanos. And he's going to play Jack. Nope, Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Is Jack the Ripper, British. <laughs> yes, Joe. Yes. I, I can't find this. Th- I don't know where to find it. But I remember that he was they. I suppose Capone is his next one, but Capone's American, so... No, that's American. I know, and I suppose am going to adjust saying. my headphones, because my fringe is getting in my eye. <laughs> two seconds. I'm not going to edit out any of the kinks, because one, it's long, and two, uh, it's showbiz.
1: <laughs> it's fine, it makes it naturalistic.
0: <laughs> yeah, so warts and all, hair fringe and all. Um, exactly. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd recommend seeing it if you're a Tom Hardy fan, if you have watched Drive, but want to, get, like, get into Nicholas Wightning-Ruffin's other work, I guess. I mean, the weird thing with Drive, as a tangent, um, is you know, it's a gory film, but it's probably his flashiest most mainstream film, so like, mm. I think the average, this sounds wanky, the average Drive watcher might be a bit perplexed by something like Bronson, or, you know, Valhalla Rising, right. but if you're alright with gore, um and you're into your true crime, I'd I'd recommend checking Bronson out. Yes. Um, But yeah.
1: If you don't mind a bit of violence. I give it... Quite a lot of violence.
0: I give it 3.5 Charles Bronson moustaches out of... I don't know. Out of five? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, It has been a while. I'm going to keep dropping these fun facts, because I was was obsessed (laughs) with Bronson. Um, his name now is like Charles Salvador. Really? He changed his name. He's a painter and he paints in jail.
1: Yeah, he does paint. There's hints at that at the end of Bronson, that he's a yeah, bit of an artist.
0: I think he's donated to some charities recently as well. So good on Bronson. Uh, or he's such a good guy, Salvador. isn't he? Salvador. Yeah. <laughs> or top, top guy. Top lad. Never done anyone <laughs> wrong in his whole life. He only, you know, robbed a post office. Yeah, it was those. <laughs> and
1: he's been in he's been in prison for thirty odd years for robbing a post office. Uh,
0: it's his, house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's his uh, house.
0: It's his house. It's his
1: house. We've got a, a couple of minutes left, but we can move on if you want to the next couple one.
0: minutes left
1: of the. Well, I'd like dividing the time equally.
0: Oh right, I, th- I thought you meant on like no, the no, voice no. memo app. No, no. Oh thank God. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I've said what I wanted to say Yeah, I think so,
1: yeah. Final thoughts, yeah, it's a good it's film. On,
0: it's on Amazon Prime. I don't know in other countries, but... You know, it's quite short as well, Prime. so it's not yeah.
1: a long watch. It's about 90 minutes. Well-directed, um, well well-acted, <laughs> kind of well-written. And yeah, that's my final thoughts on Bronson. Joe, if you want to lead us into that's... our next film that we're talking
0: about. Okay, so um, our next film is, I can't think of a clever segue, Who Framed Roger Rabbit?
1: Who From... Framed... Charles Bronson for robbing that post office.
0: <laughs> that is a uh, crossover I want to see. Um, <laughs> again, if you can hear my mouth clicking, I'm sorry. It's the only place I can put the, the yeah. mic. Um, so this is a 1988 film, um, and it is a mix of a, like, a noir-slash-cartoon-comedy uh, thriller... <laughs> If you will, uh, IMDb's synopsis says a toon hating detective is a cartoon rabbit's only hope to prove his innocence when he is accused of murder. And that's Roger Rabbit. Um, this this is a great film. This is such a good film. I love it. It's it's, it's a, five stars. It's me. an amazing I'm film. Say it I off the bat, like <laughs> yeah, I love it. This might just me just be me gushing over the film. To be honest, entirely. no, I, I completely like. agree. It's it's a <laughs> film.
1: so I I watched this film. I first saw it years ago, I think, when I was at yeah. primary school. I think I first saw it. My dad got it for me, I think.
0: I was supposed to say, what teacher is showing that? No, 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 school?
1: no, I mean like when I was that um, age. I didn't write, watch it yeah. at school.
0: <laughs> Hey guys, I don't want to teach anything. Here's a film. <laughs> yeah, no, I was
1: very, very young when I first saw it, and I mainly watched it for, like, the cartoons. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because um, why not? And, yeah, no, I loved it. Watching it again when you're older, it's very rewarding. It, it's one that is oh, good.
0: There's some jokes that you you get now. And yeah, it's it's very um,
1: versatile, age-wise, yeah. I think. It's, so, yeah. so,
0: basically, this film is historical in the sense of it has <laughs> so many cartoon characters from so many other di- different properties. Yes. Such as Disney, Warner Brothers... Um, I think Looney Tunes is part of Warner Brothers, but you know, yes, some other, um, yeah, they have. Is yeah, Disney and Warner it's, Brothers is a the massive two. crossover, funnily enough. <laughs> and it,
1: I think it's the most recent occurrence of those two crossing yeah, over. I, I think
0: it would have been super expensive. I
1: I don't think it's happened since then, which is crazy because that was yeah. like oh, nearly forty years ago. Well, thirty yeah. years ago.
0: And the animation really holds up. It does, doesn't it? It's, it's it's so good.
1: What's interesting is, because I know this was a revolutionary film at the time because of its crossover between live action and animation, right. and it I wasn't the first to do it. There were other, like, Mary Poppins did it, as some other films did it, but yeah, yeah. it was kind of where it peaked, because other films did it after Roger Rabbit and didn't yeah. do it as well. It's like Cool World is one which oh, are...
0: oh don't get me started on cool world <laughs> i haven't I seen didn't cool even world it. i've seen clips it's of it it bad. it's
1: it's terrible yeah it's quite anyway. bad
0: <laughs> I, I always forget the guy's name um brad pitt oh gabriel no, Byrne. No no, no 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 the the director of Roger Rabbit of cool world oh um <laughs> jesus he's he's famous for doing adult cartoons but um hmm. like he did a film called <laughs> wizard's but um, yeah, I, I'm I think not sure the difference is. between Cool World and Roger Rabbit is fucking night and day. Um, <laughs> cool World has like repeated animations where like, essentially, you know how like a...
1: Uh... It's like a gif, isn't it? That they bring onto the yeah. screen constantly.
0: Or, or like, I'm trying to think of like a better example, like, you know, GTA has repeated NPCs. Yeah. So something like that. Anyway, but... Forget that tangent. Tangent. Um, yeah. Ro- Roger Rabbit. Um, this is a Rob Zemeckis film. Yes. yes. I think probably one of his best films. Oh yes, uh, I agree. Um, and It stars Bob Hoskins and, and some other people. I can't remember. Uh, fun. Christopher fun Lloyd. Fact for you, Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Ah, oh, I'll get into Christopher Lloyd's performance. in Please a bit.
1: do. Yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna.
0: Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Bob Hoskins wasn't actually going to play that role. Um, originally, they wanted Eddie Murphy to play that role. Hmm. Um, which would have been interesting, I think. And what, well, did uh, he turn it down? I'm not sure. Either that or, I guess, contract stuff. But, right. Um, so, I watched it, was watching it with, our, with my housemates the other night, and we were debating whether or not that would have been a fit role, because Bob Hoskins' role is essentially the straight man yeah. That, yes, he does a lot of physical comedy, but it's the straight, the straight man who's like this hardboiled detective, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I don't doubt Eddie Murphy could do it, but he would have fit a wackier role.
1: I mean, yeah, because Roger Rabbit, Rabbit is the ultimate comic relief, really, isn't yeah. he? Like the yeah. ultimate cinematic comic relief, and Eddie Murphy, yeah, would have to be the opposite of that. Right. But I don't know. He's surprised people like you know
0: he's done he was good in dolomite but i mean that was comedic as well so i guess that's another another debate we also had was whether or not kids could watch this
1: well i did yeah look at look um, how i turned out (laughs)
0: yeah
1: there we go uh it's there there are a few things there are a few you know double entendres a few sexual jokes within the film
0: I watched this on Disney Plus, and it's mm. not a Disney film, but it has Disney characters in. And the main reason is because now Disney owns Fox. What, it's what's Fox its film. What's
1: its age rating? Do you know?
0: I can check now, real quick. Have um, Have a look. Because
1: I'd be curious to to find out. Because I watched I, it. I can't wait um, to
0: hear this typing, guys. Doo-doo. I watched it
1: at a very very young age. Um, yeah. And I'm. Well, like, I'm oh oh right. we're Age rating. There
0: we are. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, 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 do pg-13 so i guess that is a uh, that's a 12 in england so yeah uh, oh no oh, P- i think we just had pg um basically like i'm not gonna explain the ratings now it's too long but yeah like, pg i think a PG parental 13 guidance. is close to so we have something called just pg which is parental guidance mm-hmm. um and then a 12a is uh I I keep thinking we're going to have American listeners on the off chance. Um, <laughs> we won't even get British listeners, my oh, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Um, a 12A is a, a film that 12-year-olds can watch, but they need to have an adult with them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what a PG-13 is, or close to that. Um, and then you've got all the other stuff, but that's not no. even... Uh, and then Rated R is like a 15 for us, so 15-year-olds. And then NC-17... America is what we have is an eighteens yep. so yep. eighteens and up um, and yeah, so welcome to the new class on film certification uh, <laughs> but yeah God, um, oh my yeah, anyway
1: um, uh, You were going to say something about Christopher Lloyd's performance and how it ties into the, the I film. will,
0: real quick though Okay. so this is on Disney Plus the only real warnings that Disney Plus have is that it has tobacco debi- t- uh, depictions so Disney Plus says you can watch it for kids. But, <laughs> I don't know. Disney Plus censors its stuff for kids. I don't know if you heard about Splash recently.
1: Uh, I did not.
0: You know the film Splash? Ron Howard film? Fake.
1: Oh, yes, with Tom Hanks, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, so, is that it? Yeah.
0: yeah, Yeah, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks yeah. and Daryl Hannah. Um, Disney Plus censored clips in that. So, Dara Hannah is a mermaid who goes into the sea in one of the, po- in one of the scenes, and they they CGI'd more hair on her to cover up any bits and I it see. looks terrible. So I don't know if that happens in any other film, so maybe if you're watching it on Disney Plus there's the off chance that they've censored some things, but who knows. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, Christopher anyway yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Back to Roger Rabbit. Yes. Christopher Lloyd. It's <laughs> <laughs> I oh, so good at this. He is great. It's it's, it's probably one of his best, best performances, end. I think. Yeah. Cuz to any like average person watching it you're thinking what is it's really over the top for a film about cartoons, but his mm. performance is really over the top until you discover one thing later on. But it's a great just physical role and he's just a really good villain. He is menacing. He's traumatizing isn't he? You know, at the yeah. end. His villain has very weird motivations, um, something to do with building freeways. But, you know, it doesn't matter when you've got Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> I just yeah. wanted to gush about the performance, basically, and how traumatising he is towards the end. I
1: think, yeah, because it, it's how his character ties into the plot at the end, isn't yes. it? That's the it's real choker. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas his motivation is kind of more of like a comic side element to it, because uh, right. this whole thing about a freeway, because they even reference it within the film of right. like, you know, you, you want to kill us to make a freeway? What's wrong with you? And it's like, it's, yeah, it's a funny, quirky moment. Mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot. And it's they, it's they... such a great film.
0: Without spoiling it too much, in, in on the off chance that people haven't seen it, but yeah, like, of course, the way his makeup is made so that it looks like he's passing for something he's not. Yes, um, oh, it's so good.
1: I <laughs> I need to rewatch this one because I've seen it so many Watch, times at a very at his, young age.
0: His like teeth and the way that yeah. there's makeup on the teeth to me. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And um, it's uh, yeah, we were talking about Robert, Robert Zemeckis
1: earlier. World. He's he's had. Quite a good career, I think. Yeah, he's,
0: he's just in terms of techno. Like his technological advancements are great. Yeah, like and... what he does with the the mixing of cartoon and mm. live action. Because there's a lot of scenes in, in Roger Rabbit where they're essentially just flexing that they can do this well. But also,
1: it's <laughs> it's like he never he's a technological uh, technological genius and he was revolutionary, but he never or, well, for most part, anyway, he didn't sacrifice story in his films right. with that. It's like you have people like James Cameron who are very much yeah. focused on, you know, bringing up the next big visual effect, but the story is quite lacklustre. It's like Avatar, you know, that was right. more for effects than story. But Robert Zemeckis yeah. always has, well, up until Welcome to Marwen, he always had... Have uh, you seen it yet? Or... I haven't seen it yet, no. I, I might do Matt has,
0: has, has had this DVD stacked in his room since for a while. christmas
1: <laughs> i've i've got other films to get through i'll i'll watch it at some point um, maybe we'll
0: talk about it on another episode who knows Yeah. that might be fun to talk about
1: good old zemeckis episode but yeah it's mm-hmm. like i've seen uh, i've seen i think half of his films now and he's he's doing well he's well, done well yeah, he's, he's,
0: he's just great well i mean like
1: he's a great he's... director and filmmaker
0: yeah Back I, to the future i saw christmas uh, Carol. I,
1: I saw Beowulf recently, for the first time, which is... um, It's good. Uh, I think it's one of his weaker ones. I think, out of... Because he's done the, three of those sort of weird mocap films, hasn't he? Did The Polar Express, right. A Christmas Carol, and Beowulf. I think Beowulf is the weakest of those, Right. personally. It's, I'd, it's a I good
0: stepping stone into Christmas Carol, though, in terms of... What's that, like, sorry? It's a good stepping stone in terms of, uh, Be- like... The increasing of the technology into Christmas Carol. Yeah, so Christmas Carol's very. It's still a bit uncanny valley, but like. Yes. It. I think if it wasn't for Beowulf... like a Beowulf played an important part into that. I and, and yeah. also, Yeah, I just. I, this is a side ch- side tangent. I just really I appreciate.
1: It's Beowulf we we've got a lot of time. We can do side it's tangents, fun. but it,
0: it's like I think It's related to the film. I think Christmas <laughs> no, no. Carol
1: is the best of those ones because it's like it's a you know christmas carol is a great story it's a classic story of the mocap ones yeah but it's because you know a christmas carol is a great story already it's a classic and i think the animation elevates the story quite a lot and it's for me it was always my definitive christmas carol it's the one i grew up watching it's the one where i was like this is the one
0: what about are your family like
1: i still haven't seen (laughs) a muppets christmas carol uh, my family won't let me. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice they, they they don't like the Muppets. Um, you've seen it, though, haven't you? I, that's your definitive one, I think. isn't it?
0: I, I'd say so. The, uh, also, another one would be... Uh, uh, Disney had a Christmas special, I can't remember what it's called, but they had one with Donald Duck as Ebenezer Scrooge. I can't remember what it was called. They also mm. had one with Goofy as one, but that's a separate thing in all in of itself anyway hmm. tan tangent um bob Hoskins is very good he's is great in, isn't in he he's rabbit. a
1: very good dramatic actor
0: and which is physical as well yeah like yeah he you know he's got a cell that there's a rabbit next mm. to him and that he's like you know there's bits where he's handcuffed to roger rabbit he's you know like he kisses roger rabbit it's like the the way he just has to act against animation, he, d- he does a very good job of it. Apparently, and...
1: the film caused quite a lot of detriment to his mental health. Really? Yeah, it caused him to, like, hallucinate, I think, and... Oh,
0: Jesus. Generally, I know Mar- like... Mario, the Mario film didn't do good for him either. No, I
1: think... Yeah, no, I heard about the Mario film, but Jesus Roger God. Rabbit, yeah, it kind of messed with him a bit, because, you know, they obviously were filming this for, like, months on end, and it was just... Right. You know, he had to spend half the time talking to people who weren't there. So it, it did kind of mess with I him a bit. Know that. Yeah. See,
0: that's, that's dark. It is dark. Um, um, you know, so a joke that I get now I wouldn't have got as a kid um, was, so there's a scene where Christopher Lloyd's character, I think is he's called Maroon or something else. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, he's looking for Roger Rabbit in Bob Hoskins' girlfriend's bar. And he he's like interrogating everyone, and he interrogates one of the guys who's seen Roger Rabbit, and he's like, "Have you seen Roger Rabbit? Have you seen a rabbit anywhere?" And he goes right here, and he pulls his arm out, and there's obviously no one there, and he's like, "This is my friend Harvey." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "That was one." So I I that's didn't a weird reference. <laughs> I I
1: didn't get it either when I first saw it. I think my dad had to explain it to me, and it's obviously about Harvey the rabbit, the old uh it's from the fifties. I think it was a film. James Stewart. Yeah. About a man with an imaginary <laughs> rabbit called Harvey who was invisible. I want to see
0: it. I, 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 I do want to see it as well. It's,
1: it's a good reference. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, I just about the film in general, I think it's um, like I said, it's good for a lot of ages I think. I enjoyed it when I was young. I think you enjoy it even more when you were older. Definitely, definitely, it's It's great dramatically and comedically,
0: I think, because yeah. it, is, it is a comedy at heart. It knows it's, it's silly. Like it's, it knows they're, it's they're silly. just flat out parody moments, but it does it well. Yeah, I but mean, it,
1: the yeah. thing is, it doesn't, from what I remember it, of it, because it's been a while since I've seen it, it doesn't really sacrifice its genre at the expense of its no. comedy, I think. Yeah. You know, it's not it like what it is. <laughs> it's not it's not like blazing saddles where it's like it's a western but also just completely chaotic. It's like right. Roger Rabbit, it's it's a noir detective mystery in it the there heart. is a genuinely good mystery in it and there's a genuinely yeah. good plot and good character yeah, yeah. moments, and it's also funny. Like it uh, manages yeah. to balance <laughs> everything really well without being cheap, I think.
0: Nice. Which yeah. is what
1: yeah. Um,
0: um <coughs> so my housemate Jack, um he was who was saying as a kid he was not interested in it because Roger Rabbit isn't a pre-established character, and you know so he's you mm. know he's the lead in a film with like Mickey Mouse and all these other pre-established cartoons, and as a kid you built you must be like who is Roger Rabbit? I, I, <laughs> I just I, went I, along I know with Goofy, it. Goofy, <laughs> I know everyone else. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I just went with it. Yeah. I was
1: like, I don't know who this is. I'ma watch this film. <laughs> I it enjoyed it. Just a perfect film. What, what does he I, think I of know, it now? Did he? As oh, you, he really liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, great. It's it's an amazing it's an amazing film. It won a lot of Oscars as well, I think.
0: It did. What did it? What did it win? Oscar boy. Uh, You're testing me now. Uh, I think yep. It well, won
1: film editing. It yeah. won visual effects and I think
0: sound. Okay.
1: It won three. I remember. Yeah. Because it, it won, it was the year that Rain Man came out, and that was like the big winner at the Oscars. But I think Roger Rabbit was like a close second, and it won. I think also like a special achievement award for its uh, animation for Richard Williams. I think.
0: Yeah. Oh. I'll, yeah. Tell us about Richard Williams. Uh,
1: Richard Williams. As I, I won't say much, but he's just like he was a really, really good animator, and he worked on. <laughs> he was good. <laughs> He is a uh, really great revolutionary um, animator who works on this film. He did all the animation for it, and he was, yeah, he was great. Um, well, he was. No- As
0: we we previously, on another episode, when we talked about Akira, talked about animating in Ones. Yes, he, he was known he for doing was the that. the person to do that, right?
1: Yeah, I think, oh, he was one of the first anyway, because he's, right. he's quite old, so I imagine he's one of the first. But What was basic- the song
0: that didn't get completed that he was oh, animated
1: uh, in Ones? The Thief and the Cobbler. Right. They took like thirty years to make or something because it started in the sixties and wasn't technically completed until the uh, early nineties. And even then, it wasn't that good because Studio got in the way. Right. Because the way he animates, because animating on word on ones is a bit of a ball ache, because <laughs> it takes twice as long as regular animation, but the effect you get is so much smoother and so such what, good looking animation. I've, I've,
0: yeah, I've forgotten what it is with the frames, so how many frames is it? is it? Is it literally just one frame per second?
1: Yeah, it well, it's one drawing per frame, basically.
0: Got you, right.
1: Rather than two frames per drawing, because that's quicker, it's easier is to animate. the average one? Yes. Yeah. I think, and,
0: yeah. So and then animating in ones makes everything look... It makes it smooth. look...
1: Gorgeous. Yeah, if you right. Google Richard Williams, just look up some of his, like, even his short films. The card,
0: the card trick, right? In, in the co- yeah, in
1: The Thief and the Cobbler. And even, like, yeah. outside of films, he's done, like, adverts for, like, sweet corn, and they just look beautiful, because they're animated in such a good way. And it's like, he's he is a gem. He's a treasure.
0: How, how uh, Another brief tangent. Um, how How's animating in quarantine going?
1: It's going alright. It's, it's good. Um, yeah, I've been busy doing a lot of painting for it. Um, I can show you. Actually, I'll flip the. Well, I mean, it won't they co- they It won't yeah. show up on the thing, but I can <laughs> show you, Joe. Well,
0: um, how? About it? Well, oh Ah, oh, that looks. That looks nice. That
1: These looks are all nice my backgrounds for that. the animation. Sorry for so, listeners.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. So basically, <laughs> just a little tangent. Matt's uh, graduation project for uni is an animated piece. Yeah. And it's looking fairly good right now. It's very red, but it's. It is very red. It fits, it fits the film. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Uh, it's um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hopefully it turns that, out that all right.
0: That's pretty much... I'm, apart from just gushing over Roger Rabbit, not the character of the film... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, there's
1: a lot to appreciate with it. We can only... I can't recommend it I think we can enough. only
0: gush about it and the current There's like... Yeah. We can't get super analytical about it.
1: I wish I'd seen it more recently. I feel like you did with Bronson now, right? Because like I, right. I I haven't seen this film for a few years now, and I just only remember good things about it.
0: Fair enough. Well, yeah. speaking of films we've both seen, Yes, um, I, our, our last, last film, film of the day is uh Mistaken Document for three. Strangers. Indeed i'm gonna have a ball like syncing this up but it's a okay. <laughs> uh, mistaken for strangers it's a 20 uh documentary came out in 2013 um and it is about the band the national and the lead singer who is uh uh what's his name matt berninger mm-hmm. who is it's an entire band of brothers so each band member ha, has they're all brothers except for um matt berninger who's Got another brother who's just not in the band who is named... Two seconds. Tom Berninger. Uh, Tom Berninger. So uh, Matt Berninger gets Tom Berninger on tour to uh, document it, their latest tour. Um, but what happens through that is a like basically an analysis of sibling rivalry um, <coughs> as one of them is more successful than the other and sibling comparison and whatnot. Um the reason, funnily enough, the reason why I picked this was outside, like, I, I, the reason why I wanted to watch it was because of another podcast, which is the the Cast Cast. That is hard to say in a British accent. and Runquist is a YouTuber and podcaster who I like a lot, and they are talking about this tomorrow, on Monday, actually. <laughs> um... But yeah, and I th- this documentary, I, I, you don't have to be a fan of the national or know anything about them.
1: No, because that's that's what I thought when you recommended it to me. I thought it right. was like, oh, is this just a band Joe likes? And he's like, hey, Matt, watch this.
0: <laughs> no, it's <laughs> I was not, like it's just, okay, it's not your average like rock documentary. Where no, it's not. You have to know the band to because yeah. it's not essentially about that. It's about these two brothers it's about the relationships, yeah. Way more successful, yeah, um, and like the the issues that come out of that because he he comes on the tour for his brother as a roadie he's not he's not there to document it he's there to you know sort the guest list and get them you know anything that's in yeah. the rider he's a roadie actually. yeah and i think he'll be fine with saying this but at this point in the documentary at the beginning he's just this schlubby lazy guy <laughs> that in comparison to his brother just looks like a mess in terms of career and all this stuff and it's it's Essentially, how you know having siblings can cause a rivalry and yeah,
1: yeah. But what, so what were your thoughts what, on the
0: film, Joe? I th- I thought it was great. I I felt <clears throat> really sorry for I get the names mixed up.
1: Uh, Tom's Tom, the maker. To, Matt's the yeah. singer. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I couldn't help but feel incredibly sorry for Tom. Um, it it
1: is yeah. It's a very just kind of earnest film. I think isn't it? Yeah. It's very humble. It's just. Yeah.
0: Well, like the poster is a perfect poster because it's got his brother Matt like singing and then his other brother Tom uh holding the wire out for him and just trying, to, trying yeah. to make sure the wire is you know not like getting tangled and whatnot. Yeah. Um but yeah, um the only prior knowledge of the national that I had before was that um supposedly they're one of Obama's favorite bands. Obama yeah. makes an appearance. Um, he does, yeah. <laughs> He's he's in the film. Spoilers. It's, yeah, spoilers. Uh, Obama. <laughs> uh, and I, and it's just funny seeing. Um, again, I'm getting the names mixed up. Uh, it's, Tom. Tom. It's funny seeing Tom just be on the, the fly on the wall on this. Like he's annoyed mm. he can't get a picture with the president, but he's not a part of the band. <laughs> and he, he's just like, well, you could have just added me to the you know the thing, and. Um, in general he wants to you know party with a rock band and they're like this isn't that's not your job you're meant to do your job <laughs> and he's like this is one great point and it's not a spoiler because it's in the trailer where it's like i think he's like i think i think people are starting to think the only reason i'm on this tour is because i'm your brother and he goes yeah that's <laughs> the only reason <laughs> yeah and the, the the spats that these guys have it's just it's kind of hard to watch at some points, but, but Brilliant to watch in that case because it is. It's a very emotional, raw. I think it's just a raw film. You know, like it's uh, very simple, isn't it? Yeah, I I know you were saying it was kind of messy. It that was
1: like my main criticism of it. Like I liked the film overall. I think it's good. I think it is. I'm in two minds about it a bit because on the one hand it is kind of. Like a, a bit of a shoddily made documentary, but on the other hand, you but know, he's it also is, like this, he is kind, of shoddy. kind of shoddy, and shoddy it's, about, guy. it's about the journey of him making it yeah. in a way.
0: I think, like, and, the, and also yeah. just like to not compare yourself to other people because I think yeah. he, it's, it's a self discovery one, right? Of, yeah, of him not to compare to other people, not to compare to your family, yeah, I not think to have that 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 pressure.
1: I think the last. Half. I mean, the documentary is only about an hour long, but, like, the last 20 minutes, I think, where it was most focused, like, focusing on the relationship and the family and the history and, you know, the sort of... It was almost like therapy, I think, the last 20 minutes, where it was just them talking about their emotions, whereas, like, the first 40 minutes is more sort of like a hangout film, kind of, where it's just, like, them doing stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah it's good it's it's, it's that, fun though, to watch cause, but it's cause yeah
0: you see him realize the the the, the direction the <coughs> documentary needs to go in instead yeah. of just this covering the band well this the thing, thing. yeah
1: because that's that's how i defend it i think because like you said yeah it's about him making the documentary as well as you see the it edited
0: like there's some scenes you see yeah and yeah, you yeah. See it, it's, edit it directly after it's, it's
1: very meta
0: <laughs> um i'm so it was edited by him and also uh um, again, the names. Matt, yeah. the singer is Matt. Um, yes. <laughs> just reminding myself. Uh, it's edited <laughs> by uh, Tom uh, and Matt's wife, who also filmed some moments, and it's just interesting seeing how they all, you know.
1: It makes me wonder exist. what they left out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because well, you saw his wall full yeah, of. Yeah, you
1: see all these post-its, and it's like, this was an hour long. How, how much <laughs> did you leave? <laughs> You yeah. know why?
0: Well, he was, he was saying that he got some footage of people skinny dipping, but couldn't get the clearances. Yeah, because... <laughs>
1: was it like Werner Herzog or something? Or oh know. yeah,
0: Werner Herzog makes the
1: Yeah, didn't see much of him.
0: <laughs> oh it is but yeah. it was
1: it was curious. I I did wonder what wasn't included. You know,
0: right? There there are some brutal moments in that where he you know is interviewing his parents about him and his brother. Yeah. and being like, <laughs> which must is... you prefer? <laughs> Which one do you prefer? Who's more talented? <laughs> <laughs> and I like oh, I like oh. that
1: there's a really funny scene. I don't it's probably not meant to be that funny, but there's a scene where He's with his mum, and he's asking, like, oh, who was the better artist? And you see the two pieces of artwork, one by him <laughs> that's so, like, immaculate and beautiful, and one by his brother that's just, like, two just lines. And And the, <laughs> and the way the mum describes it is just like, well, you two are different. One of you was very <laughs> minimalist, and one right. of you was, like, this. And it's like, she knows yeah. who was better, but she doesn't want to say, because she's so she nice. It just is nice. such a wholesome... Laugh, yeah. I think I got from that. As I like that scene a lot,
0: <laughs> I think it it deals with <coughs> golden child stuff mm. fairly well. And you know, I don't think this documentary has ruined their lives or anything. Like, no, not, no, like I mean, I'm it's probably helped a joke that Tom the out, schlubby, but he hasn't, you know, yeah, ruined his life in any way, he's just. Well, I mean, the, the documentary has probably part. helped him a bit because yeah, it was quite... Was it successful? I don't know, like, financially? I think it, was, it went to Tribeca and some other festivals yeah. and stuff. Uh,
1: critically, um, it's been quite successful, I think, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, I saw a weird... Like,
0: like, just doing some quick research on this, I saw, like, a... Because I was just checking, like, the the reviews and stuff, and Robbie Collin criticised it because it was, like, it lets you know nothing about the band at all, and it's. it's but not it's about, not meant band, to, it's yeah. About the it's... brothers' relationship.
1: Because yeah, I did have that gripe for the first like half of the film, but then I did realize <laughs> it's <laughs> well, not you just about the band. Like,
0: why am I watching this? Or
1: well, kind of, because I did think like this is like I said before, it's very much just like a hangout film where you don't really right. learn a lot until the latter until half. That, that but flip. you know, it's yeah. a film that's like finding itself and evolving yeah. in a way. Yeah. You know. Um. I I was think I it's because it's say. nicely
0: yeah. messy in that way.
1: Yeah, it's got charm to it. Also, side note, uh Tom Berninger, is it? He looks like I think it's Berenger. Berenger. He looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I think a little bit.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, well uh, yeah, like in especially in like Boogie Nights or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I'm worried I've just been saying Berenger like the the dude from The Big Chill.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's oh. fine.
0: Matt and Tom. <laughs> that's their name. But yeah, I, um, um,
1: I really like this film. Um, yeah. I I,
0: yeah. I, don't know if it's, like, going to make me listen to The National or anything, but that's not it, its it, goal. No, it it doesn't show, like, other rock documentaries, it doesn't show up like, the whole song or anything, it just splits it yeah. up and... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much to say about the editing in the sense of well, a lot of it's cut out. um
1: I suppose that's the thing with all documentaries, isn't it? Because they're done. Yeah. You know, you get so much footage, and it has to be boiled down to, right? You know, a couple of hours. Like I've, I've been trying to watch more documentaries in the right. past Same. couple of years. Yeah. I watched uh, the Look of Silence recently, which is probably one of the best yeah. documentaries I've seen in like the last few months. It's yeah. I, it's I, great. I
0: watched King of Calm the the other week.
1: Oh, I haven't seen oh. that one.
0: That's very good. I, I <coughs> so. I rented both of these on YouTube movies mm. Um, they're very like fairly cheap to get if you want to rent them mm-hmm. and they're like three, four quid. Um, Yeah. Overall, just a very raw film. I, I like, I think the issue with some of these documentaries is obviously it's made, it's a participatory documentary, so it's edited and directed by the person within it. So mm. you question any like biases that are happening in all yeah. the story however i think he, it's very you got to be in a weird state of mind to be like i'm crying now and i'm gonna press record because this is a good moment in the story yeah but like i think through doing that he's being very raw and honest and it's, yeah. it's i don't think but it's think definitely that guy's like that in real life you know like, it's definitely edited
1: with a message isn't it though it's yeah, you know it's so trying to side with him. Yourself. and it's like but also it's, like, to side with him quite a bit because, you know, they have this, like, emotional music at the end with him yeah. crying, and it's like, okay, yeah. I, it's good, I, but... It doesn't it's...
0: pass judgement on the other people that he's getting in spats with, though, no, I think. No, no. Like, they're still brothers, they still have a good relationship, however yeah. tumultuous it is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was... I really liked the moments <laughs> leading up to the concerts where everyone's running around, and, like, there's a yeah. moment where... Um, Tom. <laughs> Tom and Matt, Joe, Tom and Matt, Tom and Matt. Tom and Matt, Tom and Matt, uh, where Tom is meant to be doing his job as a roadie, but there's one guy who's literally trying to fix the sta- the lighting on the stage or something, or mm. the amp or something, and they need to fix it before the show's happening, and yep. he's just shoving a camera in his face, and the guy's like, get out, I'm I'm busy right now, can you not, You're, this is not your job description right now. Um, It's just, it's just like... It's fairly funny, as well as it is like, kind of It sad. is, yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's very human, isn't it, the film? Yeah. It's just... It's
0: just a raw, honest human film. Very
1: earnest. Uh, I liked it, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think if you want a rock documentary that's not just, you know, about a band, I, I'd highly recommend, like, as in...
1: I wouldn't even... It's barely a rock documentary, as, isn't it? It's, it's Well, a,
0: it still has those elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. lead up to the shows, <coughs> clips, uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean in the sense of, like, you don't have to be An avid fan of this band or something,
1: yeah. That um. Got ten minutes left. Losing my voice a bit.
0: Ten minutes. Yeah, we could stop early if you. (laughs) 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 Got more (laughs) than the time. Um, Yeah, I just, I I I highly recommend it. Um, Yeah, I I recommend it as well. On YouTube or Amazon. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm running out of steam here. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, I also yeah. like the film.
1: I would. All three films we've talked about, I would recommend to differing degrees, obviously. Right.
0: I th- uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I need to rewatch Bronson. You need to rewatch Frame Rodder Rabbit. Yes. Because yeah. obviously, we've both watched Mistaken for Strangers. Yeah. But I think maybe for our next episode, we should just pick stuff that we've watched at the same time, maybe. or. Yeah. I mean, I was just... Because well, it's, like, it's hard enough to just speak from memory. Like, I've been...
1: I haven't watched many films recently. I think the last That's film fun. I watched was... Uh, well, before Mistaken for Strangers, it was Bronson. So... All oh, right, And Bronson. that was, like, a week yeah. ago, because I've just been painting.
0: I was about to say, <laughs> what week. have you been up to during quarantine...
1: Uh all the things you saw on the wall, that's what I've been just doing.
0: Working all day, just fair enough.
1: Pretty much it took a while, There's like fifty one. So
0: he's got he's got some paint on his arm right now, listening. Yeah. He's he's a very hard worker. I've got you know, so I had down. to
1: draw fifty-one different backgrounds for my animation. Oof. It took me about a week to do. Uh I got I emailed... have you tested
0: out any shots yet or huh? Have you tested it out yet?
1: Do yeah, no, know? I've tested out the animation. It's nice. It's good. I've I know what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: And also, like, that's, I spoke... That's the timeline that's the <laughs> that gets people to watch it. Also, I, sp- I know what I'm doing.
1: I spoke to my supervisor, because I was worried, because he hadn't spoken to me. This isn't even the podcast anymore, I'm just talking.
0: No, I, <laughs> I, I I generally thought, i oh, it'd be nice to just have some chit-chat <laughs> towards the end. But yeah, I was worried,
1: because, um, obviously, in times that it is, um, it's not easy to communicate with everyone, so I was talking to my supervisor, right. and for about a week and a half, he couldn't uh, talk to me, because he was busy or Oof. preoccupied. Right. So...
0: Our I, tutors are so busy right now. I
1: was worried that I would have done, like, 20-odd backgrounds, and he would have been like, actually, can you just change it? I was like, oh, my God. But then he, he emailed me saying that it's all fine, so I was like, thank nice. God. Nice. I don't have to change any." There's one thing that I have to change, but I don't have to do any new backgrounds, so it's all... Right. How's your projects going, Joe?
0: Um, It's going all right. So I, I was doing a short film. We were actually meant to be shooting a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, that didn't happen. So it's now become a video essay slash like mini doc about that and well, acting and directing. Mm. Um essentially I'm gonna try and direct myself in a scene and then direct two of my other housemates and compare the processes. Weren't you gonna
1: do a read through of your script?
0: The kind of a version of that. So uh, yeah. Okay. But, but seeing how the process of being the actor and directing yourself yeah. works versus directing other actors. Um but yeah. So here's a question related to the podcast outside of Chit Chat. Um so far during this quarantine, what have been some films you recommend for people that are stuck inside?
1: Uh what just ones That's, that I've seen recently. In general,
0: yeah. I yeah. Uh
1: well let's have a look at what I've seen recently. Is this still recording? Yeah it is. Yeah it was uh, I was, it was I don't wanna get out the voice yeah, one. We're still, we're still recording. Uh, um, hold on a second. I'm just trying to look at my diary for this last month.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's been a very busy letterbox. <laughs> huh? It's been a very busy letterbox account for most people. Now. So,
1: this month, I have seen Chicken Run, The
0: Witch. Are you going to go through all of them? <laughs> uh, I'll go through the... Go- so i like- just, like, standouts that you recommend to people at this moment in time. I think we can both agree and say the film That Thing You Do... Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was so great. That thing you do. That's is a wholesome. Tom Hanks directed film. It's very wholesome. It's about a band called The Wonders. Yes. Um, it's just it's, it's a wholesome yeah. film. It's, it was it's just a great one. Yeah.
1: It was especially good because I watched it the day after watching Million Dollar Baby for the first Oof, time. Yeah. Which so is one of the most depressing day. films I've seen this year. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, that thing you do was like the polar opposite. Uh, what else? Yeah. A fish called Wanda. If you want, just like a light. Good yeah. comedy, that's good.
0: Very good Kevin Klein performance.
1: Yeah, he's really good. Uh, Brazil, I saw for the first time recently. I haven't seen Brazil yet. I you really should, I'd really recommend it. Um, nice. Oh yeah, I saw Heist as well. It's. I wouldn't highly recommend it, but it's The like, David Mamet one. Yeah, David Mamet. If you like Gene Hackman, and you like sort of witty, fast-talking dialogue and heist films, sure. then I'd recommend <laughs> it... Uh, I saw a couple of Tarkovsky films. I saw Solaris and Stalker, both of which I liked.
0: I feel like uh, um, Stalker is a podcast episode, and if we get Jack back on it, uh, Hockaday, that is.
1: Yeah, I he'll have a, a lot more. Fan. He'll have a lot more to say about it than I do because. Yeah. Like I yeah I enjoyed the film. I thought it had very good sound design, very cool direction. It was simple. Um, I don't. Stalker love
0: was simple.
1: Well, like you know, the premise is three pe, <laughs> you know, right, three people you. going to a, a thing, and then it's not like a complex I, I narrative. Mean, I guess I meant it's, more in
0: the, the messages and stuff.
1: I guess its its themes are probably complex, but right. its narrative isn't. Uh, True. Same for Solaris, I guess. Um, you had a uh, have you seen that?
0: double bill? I guess. Yeah. Or was it not on the same day? But
1: no, no, no! Oh God, no! That would they're be a weird they're both bill. like three hours long. I'm not yeah. <laughs> same day. What about I, you? I, what I, What would you recommend? Uh, i'd recommend
0: there's a film called bodied um which you can run on youtube movies for like again three four quid i'm the ad- advertiser for this now um <laughs> well oddly enough like not a lot of people use youtube streaming service no i don't usually and it, it's very like there's every, pretty much everything on there for quite cheap um yeah if if you have an issue like oh, I don't want to pay for films while streaming, I just want to watch something on Netflix or Amazon. It's like, it's, you're already paying it, for a
1: subscription. That, <laughs> so it's and, like...
0: you know, it's cheaper than, like, cinema tickets at the moment. And there's a lot yeah. of stuff that isn't on Netflix or Amazon or Disney+. Plus. Um, mm. So I watched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit on Disney+, Bronson and I have on DVD, I've seen it before on DVD. But you, you got it on Prime. I watched Bronson then, on
1: Prime. Uh, I watched Mistake of Strangers on YouTube. That was, right, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah. So bodied. I I recommend that. It's a film about um, it's a film about battle rap, and it does it very well. And it's also about some uh, kind of about centrism, and the the right versus the left. Oh yeah, I remember. In a very creative way. I think
1: um, Owen talks about centrism.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, <coughs> well, you'd have to watch the film to understand why it may split some people. But in general, I thought it was a very creative film. I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah Bodied that thing you do I recommend if you want just a genuine if you just want a nice wholesome Time again big any Tom Hanks film Chef Chef was really
1: good that was a good quarantine watch Uh, yeah yeah. it
0: depends on the type of quarantine watch you want if you want to feel happy at the moment you know watch Chef Paddington 2 if you want to you know (laughs) if you want to feel comforted by something that's similar to what we have right now i guess contagion if you want to but... feel smart watch stalker yeah if you want to feel smart watch stalker or solaris that's the tagline for stalker yes yeah if you want to um... feel
1: smart watch this film <laughs> um
0: but yeah um I, i'm gonna hope that our macgyver makeshift way of recording this works um, yeah
1: i think we're coming to a close now anyway got
0: Oh, perfect timing! Yeah, but yeah. I I like this. It, it very much feels like you're in the room still. So. Yeah, yeah. Same to um, you. I I don't know what we'll watch next, but
1: um. I was gonna watch uh the China Syndrome tonight because my parents watched it. was that? Uh, it's this drama from the late seventies with Jack Lemon playing this guy who works at a nuclear plant and things oh. go wrong. My parents. How watched...
0: How are you watching it? Are you. Uh, are you Amazon. Okay.
1: Cool. My parents watched it the other night, and I couldn't because I was painting. So I, oh, cool. I want to watch it, but I, yeah, I'll see how nice. I feel.
0: Nice. What um, about you? Well, so for the we, our house has a rotor basically where Whose turn, it's is it? a, f- a film a night. It's Ruben's choice tonight. Ooh. I don't know what he's picking. Um. Uh, I I picked "Mistaken with Strangers" yesterday. That was my choice. Mm. Um, and then what do we watch before then? Which we watched Che Part One, uh, we also watched Color Out of Space. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what Ruben's picking tonight. I'm, I'm Alright. He's been so we all have kind of become cliches of ourselves now. So I, have <laughs> been known as like the fucking slow art film guy, depressing film guy. Um, Heidi's become the Disney or fantasy person. Jack is known as the, the random guy. He'll just pick anything at random. The definitely. contrarian. The contrarian. <laughs> Or just like if he's got something on his watch list or oh, okay. if you just, you know, s- scroll and pick something, I guess. Uh, Owen, it's Studio Ghibli or some other stuff. So like Color Out of Space or Zodiac. Um, and then Ruben is old timey classics. Yeah. Um, and he's been on a roll. So he had That Thing You Do, His Girl Friday. Um, big. Uh, what else? Just a uh, just oh, classic an American class. in Paris. If you want a happy film at the moment, watch that. That's beautiful. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we should, I I'll think update that, you on the podcast next time. I think um, that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. Thank you very much. We're going to both press on our voice at the same time. Three, two, Three, two one. Bye-bye. One.